Think Cybersecure, Episode 2. Welcome to the Think Cybersecure Podcast. On this show, each week we decode the world of online security and translate the geek speak to help you understand how to think cybersecure and make better decisions when it comes to protecting yourself and your business online. No matter what you do, where you go, and what you post online, let's think cybersecure. Now, let's get to today's episode. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Think Cybersecure. In today's episode, I want to talk to you a little bit about passwords and how to remember those passwords. You've no doubt experienced the frustration and annoyance when the password you need, you can't remember. And I think that's got a lot to do with the fact that throughout the years, we've taught everybody how to create good passwords, but not how to remember them or how to keep track of them or anything like that. Um, Because you should be using a unique password for everything, but this gets to be really hard when you can't remember them. You know, using multiple passwords is great, but if you can't remember them and you can't manage them, then it just becomes useless and you'll come back to exactly what you used to do before, which may have been use an easier password. Humans are instinctively going to choose whatever is easier for them. And of course, if that means using one password instead of 10 or 10 really simple passwords that just increment a number at the end, that's exactly what they're going to do. So in this episode, I want to go over two tricks to make remembering your passwords a lot easier. Surprisingly too, these aren't technical and they aren't difficult, but they are effective. So let's start with the first one. First one is to take your passwords and put them all in one place. But the key is here is that it isn't your brain. The second one is to put them all on a medium that works best for you. Let me repeat those again. Put them all in one place, somewhere that isn't your brain, and put them on a medium that works best for you. So let's explain these ones a little bit. The first one, putting them all in one place. What this really does is it allows you to know where they all are and you only have one place to keep safe. If you put each individual password in a separate place, then you have to make sure each one of those separate places remains safe and secure. And then we're back to square one because now we have multiple places and multiple things to manage. For the second one, choose a medium that works for your life. There's nothing saying your passwords have to be stored on your computer, or really that they have to be stored anywhere electronic. The idea here is that if remembering your password isn't severely routine altering, then it's something you can easily add to your day and something you might actually stick with it. To illustrate how these would work, let's look at a couple examples. Say you're a tech-savvy person. You take your phone everywhere. You're used to looking up things electronically. Something called a password manager would probably be the best option for you. This is technical, and it is a piece of software that lives on your computer or your phone, and it stores all your passwords. The best part here is then you only need to remember one password, the password to get into your password manager. And then you get, from there, you get to select whatever password you want to use, and that's it. The only catch here is that if you forget the password to your password manager, everything is gone. You can't get them back. That's what makes a password manager secure. On another hand, if you're not all that techy or you don't work on a computer all day, then here's a relatively low tech idea, a notebook. I know a few years ago, I wouldn't have ever suggested a notebook or even considered it, but 
it's becoming a more appealing option just because it's not digital. For one thing, it can't be hacked. And if you're not all that tech savvy, you don't have to worry about using more software and adding complexity. This method, though, does come with a caveat of its own as well. The passwords shouldn't be written in the notebook with an obvious reference to what website they're for and what the username is. The reason for this is because the notebook isn't locked, so if somebody does happen to find it, they still don't understand what everything is for. I think that also goes without saying is that you shouldn't label it passwords. You should label it something obscure that only you would know about or remember. So whoever comes across it just thinks it's a, a book of irrelevant stuff. Of course, finally, once you've put all your passwords in a notebook, it needs to be hidden very well away from your computer. Even if you have a safe, to lock it in there is even better. The key here is that it's hidden and difficult to find and not with your computer. If you leave it with your computer, then you're just giving whoever has your computer access to everything on it and the passwords become essentially useless. And because I know somebody is going to mention this one, sticky notes underneath your laptop or underneath your keyboard don't count. These are extremely dangerous because all someone needs to do is flip over your keyboard to see your username and password. Not to mention that if someone was going to look, this is the first place they... So those are two examples of how you can kind of put this together. And of course, at the end of the day, the idea here is to pick something that's going to work for you. And the reason for that is if it works for you, then you're more likely to, to put it into your daily life and be able to use it. If it's something that's hard and takes a lot of effort, then you're not going to want to use it and you're going to eventually just put it to the wayside and go back to whatever you were doing before. It's also good here too that you don't overdo it. If you go and make such a hard password for your password vault that you can't remember it, or you do such a good job of hiding your notebook that you can never find it again, then the whole exercise of saving your password somewhere is all for naught and we're back to square one. If you're new to the podcast, every week I'll have a challenge at the end that's related to the topic of the episode. The challenge is just meant to get you thinking about the topic and what was discussed in the episode. Now, many podcasts and blogs would normally encourage you to post your feedback to their ending question or challenge. However, this being a podcast on cybersecurity and with the best practice of cybersecurity being to not to express details about your cybersecurity in a public place, I'd ask that you don't do that. Instead, maybe reply with an enthusiastic I'm in or how much you like this episode, but keep the details of your own cybersecurity to yourself. So this week's challenge is a two-parter. How do you remember all the passwords you need? If the answer to that question is by using only one password, then this week's challenge is now that you know a few ways to keep track of multiple passwords, can you consider changing each password to being unique and using a pass ma password manager to keep track of them all? If you do use unique passwords, then this week's challenge is to consider how you could keep track of them. If you're a rock star already and you're keeping track of them easily, then consider taking them one step further. Make them more complex. Well, that wraps up our episode for today. If you liked today's episode, please rate the show and leave a review on iTunes. Be sure to check out our website, thinkcybersecure.com. Also, be sure to visit our Facebook page and give it a like. It's Think Cybersecure. Want to get in touch? You can send us an email. Email us at hello at thinkcybersecure.com. Until next week, we'll see you later.